Do you like to be the first name of your sex tape? Well, if you like to be the first to listen to podcasts, you might want to check out our Patreon because now we're offering a brand new membership tier called Name of Your Sex Tape. I couldn't help it, guys. I'm sorry. For five pounds a month, you'll get an ad-free version of our weekly episode on a Tuesday, a full day earlier than its usual release. So you can be the very first to talk about how funny our guest was, how quickly you cracked the case, or how badly I answered a question. Plus, you'll get all the benefits of our regular tier, including our live Zoom records, a special shout out on the podcast, and if you really like to hear us talk, we've got an entire back catalog of extra content. Check it out on patreon.com forward slash drunk women solving crime. Name of your sex tape. Name of your sex tape. Name of your sex tape. Fancy coming along to see Drunk Women Solving Crime live? Ooh, yes please. Why not join us for our monthly London residency at the marvellous Museum of Comedy? We've got monthly shows through to June. Plus, every show is a double header, so you get to see us record not one, but two episodes with two fantastic guests. You can find tickets on our website, drunkwomensolvingcrime.com. Shows are selling out fast, so be quick. Noise. Noise. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Drunk Women Solving Crime. My name's Katie Wilkins and I'm an author and comedian. I'm joined by screenwriter Hannah George. Hello. And writer-comedian Taylor Glenn. Hello. This is where Brandy meets bludgeoning, Mimosa meets misdemeanour and Port meets prostitution. It's a true crime podcast with a twist of lime. Coming up on Drunk Women Solving Crime. Hmm. I like how you're all thinking you're very good detectives. (laughs) That's what they say in the real police force as well. In defence of lighting your farts on fire, my brother did it at Christmas and it genuinely just brought the whole family together. I'm trying to be more decisive in 2020. So. <laughs> okay, yeah, it sounds like, like a steampunk fuck for sure. <laughs> <laughs> joined this week by the fantastic comedian and writer Monica Heisey. Hi. Hi. (laughs) Thank you for joining us. Can you tell us, have you ever been the victim of a crime? Yes. Well, technically, yes. Um, There were almost no consequences, so Ah. (laughs) that dramatic. But basically, almost every time I go down to America, um, and I've spent some time there on and off for the past couple of years for work, and almost every time I go down there, my um, bank information gets compromised. I don't oh, know if really? I'm going to like bad corner Banks. stores oh, <laughs> or no. dodgy ATMs or what. Wow. But the last time it happened, um, someone stole my banking information. And for some reason, I think it was like a, a Canadian long weekend, but it wasn't a holiday in America. So the bank didn't pick up on it oh. for a little while. Oh. And these guys had a really big weekend. Or girls. Wow. Um, they... <laughs> Spent well, like, we'll be the judge of that. They spent <laughs> yeah. like fifteen hundred dollars wow. on uh, gas, <laughs> a car rental, wow. um, fried chicken, and then uh, a, a lot of money was spent at a gay strip club. <laughs> wow! Are you sure this wasn't you? And you blacked out. Well, this is out. the thing. I was like, why wasn't I invited? Like, no wonder my bank was like, maybe. <laughs> It didn't get flagged. This okay. checks out. Yeah. <laughs> wow, what a combo. Mm-hmm. It, the fried chicken kind of makes it. Like, I like that chicken was in there. And a They're whole like, lot of gas. We've got Why so much gas? So they rent a car. Yeah. <laughs> They're just on a joyride eating some chicken, getting revved up <laughs> for the strippers. 
<laughs> you can't go to a strip club on an empty stomach though, right? You've got to like prepare yourself for that stuff. Well, you don't want to eat there. Yeah, if you get hungry, you got to eat the strip club food and that's that's not something anyone wants. Okay. Mm. Someone was trying to claim that like saying you like the food at a strip club is the new I only read the articles. <laughs> I know. Like that actually the food's really good now or something. That would be I amazing. It could be. That could be a selling point. There's, that's your USP. But I think there's almost no way it is because you don't need another selling point for a strip club. <laughs> just not enough anymore maybe you need like an excuse though like i just love the gnocchi there it's incredible yeah. like. it's very fresh <laughs> i'm sorry that whenever you come to my country you get fucked over i know it's because you guys don't have chip and pin i guess right that's what the drama. is that about you... what you don't have chip and pin i'm confused about that no the 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 person who's doing the transaction just like looks the back of your card and looks at your fucking signature. It's oh, wow. So cool. It's like the olden days. I know, and we tell ourselves like, we're the most advanced country. I told my friend about contactless and they're like, what What now? I was like, we just tap our cards and they're like, what? have you ever paid with your phone in front of an American? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't yet. It's some Harry Potter shit to them. They don't know. <laughs> I also feel like America has this thing where like every story about America just demonstrates that things are not going amazingly there. They'll tell any story like, oh yeah, all the subways are closed in New York right now because someone shit on the main control booth. <laughs> USA number one though. USA number one. <laughs> You're like, what? Yeah. No. When the rebuttal to like, most of the gun deaths are suicides. <laughs> 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 right. <laughs> Number one. Um, but have you gotten? You get all the money back. You got it back. I got it all like, back. All back. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. The story started with no jeopardy because you said it was consequence free. It was in like Tennessee or something. So like I was in California and oh. the the people spending the money were in like Tennessee or Texas, one of the T's. Oh, um, that is definitely the best night of their lives. Well, yeah. I, I mean, I was like, good for you. I'm impressed they have a gay strip club in Tennessee. Oh, sure. <laughs> Stuff happens in Memphis and Nashville and probably not Chattanooga. Yeah. I could keep naming places. Okay. I do like it though when you get your like details like stolen and you get to see what they've bought because you do, you create yeah. this little story and it's kind of like quite exciting. Yeah. And you always had a proper kind of like a journey. Whereas like, I, mine was stolen once and I had, uh, yeah, they just ordered a delivery from KFC. <laughs> I also feel like it's kind of a victimless crime. Like the bank gives the money back. Mm, Some people get to have like a little bit of a treat. (laughs) There's so much inequality in the world. Mm. Someone wants to take my bank details for 24 hours. And then I get all of my money back from a huge corporation. I feel like everyone wins in a way. It's almost karmic. I was going to ask what you would say to them now, but it sounds like you've had a nice time. (laughs) All right, cool. Wow. No harm, no foul. (laughs) Crime. Really cool, actually. That's awesome. And it's so Now it's time for drunk women solving crime. Now I'm going to tell us all about the case that we're going to talk about, because that's what we do. Okay, so this case involves mystery. Multiple attacks. Okay. (laughs) A fun nickname. Mm-hmm. And possibly a demon. Oh, okay. hold on to your hats. Oh, go on. What? No, I just like I like when the supernatural is thrown in. I'm excited about the demon. Then this is for you. Yay! Uh, I'm excited about the attacks. Yeah. My interest <laughs> has been piqued by nickname. <laughs> there is something for everyone. Yeah, for everyone. This is great. Multiple demon attacks. <laughs> Demo. Okay, so the first incident. Um, happened to Mary Stevens, who was a servant girl. Uh, she was walking through Clapham Common alone late at night. She claims that a man jumped out from a dark alley, grabbed her with a tight grip, kissed her and ripped off her clothes. She managed to escape and get help and some of her rescuers tried to look for the attacker. Question, could they find the attacker? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Yeah, it would be a very short case. <laughs> if, we ended up, if we ended up with ghost, probably not. Okay. Right. You oh yeah. If it was a demon, you are, this oh. immediately feels like no one believes them, and they blame it on a demon. Well, hold that thought. Okay. But good instincts, detectives, <laughs> and you were all through to the next round. <laughs> <laughs> so they couldn't find anyone. Uh, so, question: What year is this? Servant girl, you yeah. said. So I'm mm-hmm. thinking 1993. <laughs> <laughs> Mary Stevens is like a very like Jack the Rippery kind of time <laughs> yeah. name. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
be 18? super useful if I knew when Jack was <laughs> doing that. <laughs> I'm going to say 1893. Okay. Any, mm. any other guesses? Uh, well, when, when did it become really dangerous to walk across Clapham Common alone? Uh, which is probably just after this happened. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I think it happened just before this happened. <laughs> Didn't it kind of only just become safe? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Is this 2020? It's safe now, right? Yeah. We're all yeah. safe. When We're all- did it become? But like most places in London were really dangerous until like you got streetlights, right? <gasps> yeah. Yeah, that's true. Streetlights. Pushing up invisible glasses up my nose. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Yeah, like... Uh, Okay. 1870. Okay, 1870, 1890. What was Three. it? 1893. I'm going to go just just after Titanic, which is always the one I go for. In, so probably about 1912. In which case... That you... was Titanic. Um, Monica <laughs> is the closest because Ooh. the year is 1837. Hello. Yay. <laughs> uh, so we... <laughs> We are in Victorian England. Okay. Which is about Jack the Ripper time, that right? Is. Yeah. yeah. I was 40 years off, so not amazing, <laughs> but we got there. <laughs> the day after the incident with Mary Stevens, the man described was seen near her house. He jumped in the way of a carriage passing by and the driver careened off the road, severely hurting himself. Um, so the, the guy then escaped again. Question... How did he escape this time? And I invite you to think outside the box. Ooh. So the implication is that he's come after her again. Possibly. And we don't... He jumped in front of the carriage on purpose? I don't understand. Um, Katie, what the fuck? I'm hating this guy's vibe. <laughs> <laughs> don't want to spend more time So with maybe him. he was spotted. Maybe Mary spotted him. Yeah. And that's why she was like, he was like, I'm going to probably just run away from this. Yeah. And also in 18, when was it? 1870 or something? 1837. That's it. In 1837, like you don't expect to jump into a road and be hit by a thing because things don't, you know, do you know what I mean? Like you have a horse and carriage maybe, but there, there's not as much traffic those days. Sorry, side note. When are the years of Victorian England? I always get. So she, I died, thought this was she died in 1901. Okay. I think she's the longest reigning monarch. It was that Elizabeth, Elizabeth now, yeah. now she's the oh, oldest no, she's overtaken in the world. <laughs> <laughs> but it so was like sixty that early? sixty, yeah. So Is she it? she got in she got in in <laughs> <laughs> Oh so it must be eighteen in the first Britain's got talent. <laughs> um yeah, this starts pre her. And okay. what is that? Is that Georgian or is it who was her father? Was it George? This is what this podcast this is, is like, now. <laughs> this is like Jane Austen era is just over, yep. right? Yeah. And that was the Edwardian? Edwardian, maybe? Hey. Edwardian's after, after King Edward, right? That's way later. <gasps> That's so it was Georgian for sure. Yeah. We think so. <laughs> they had some good furniture. That's all I know. Guys, you're supposed oh, to be... Man. Sorry. Sorry. Oh, yeah, okay, why did he do the thing where you have... Uh, a pocket in your hand of dust and you throw it on the ground and smoke comes up and he runs away. Do you know what? That is a great guess. Any advances on that? I, I want like it to be is, that. This is a good ballpark to oh, be in. Oh, so he did something like, because he gets a nickname in a bit, doesn't he? And he pretends mm. to be a demon. <laughs> Dodgy McDodge Dodge. I'm, yeah, I'm going to go one more that he does that, but it, there's fire involved. <laughs> so you're, you're copying her and adding fire. <laughs> uh, he just draws a little mustache on his index finger and holds it. <laughs> You want to guess? You'd- no, okay. I'm good. Uh, so, um, he escaped I just by- said Dodge McDodge Dodge. I've had a lot to drink and I don't want to listen to I'm going to invite me. everyone to guess the nickname in a minute. Okay. Um, <laughs> well, I think I've he- said my piece. <laughs> <laughs> he escapes by jumping over a nine foot wall. Ooh. Um, Parkour. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> The original. Yeah. Oh my God. Okay. Georgian parkour. That's oh. what we that's, that's And what they we were want. so much shorter back then. Like, let's yeah. take a moment that's to appreciate true. that. Whenever you go into like an olden timey house, you smash mm. your head if you're more than like five foot I two. I just saw a fashion exhibit at the VNA and I just marveled at how small everything was. Like, it looked like children's clothing. Yeah. It was unbelievable. Wow, nice. Okay. Foot. So, go on. Could have put a corset on my thigh. From this point on, this perp is sometimes referred to as the creature, and also he gets the fun nickname. Now, obviously, we only know two things about him at the moment. He's kind of rapey, and he can jump high. Mm -hmm. So, question, what do you think his nickname was? The creature is not the nickname? No. (laughs) Right, right. Okay. (laughs) Is it better than the creature? 
Um, is it? Oh, I think it's the grasshopper. The, 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 oh, that's, that's good. good. Yeah. yeah. Bounty scoundrel. <laughs> I love it. It's like he's a rapist, the scoundrel. That's what they called him back then. <laughs> yeah, that's right, right. That's what they called the prime minister still. <laughs> Leaping ladies' man. Very good. Thanks. N- none of you are exactly correct, okay. but I like your energy. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I just like that they would have admired um, him. Like, oh, he really yeah. goes for it. Well, so his nickname was Spring Heeled Jack. Whoa. Oh, it's as bad as all of our little jokey ones. Great. Yeah, so they called all bad guys Jack back then? That's what I'm sort of getting <laughs> yeah. Actually, yeah. That, that name really took a beating in the, uh, in the old days. They had nothing about non-consensual coercive control in the nickname. I, I, uh, yeah. I, I had a go at coming up with some better ones as well. And my best one that I found out of my list was Leaping Letch. Oh, similar. Oh, really good. Um, okay. I also, my honorable mentions, because I spent about five minutes on this. You class. gave your own honorable mentions. <laughs> yeah. My own imagination. But this is not how I was going to phrase any of this. I like it. Making myself sound like it a dick. Good. I had vaulting venereal villain. Wow. <laughs> Prancing pervert. BVV. <laughs> Harassment Harry. <laughs> Frolicking frat boy. That's, yeah. that's my alliteration section. <laughs> I think these were all and garbage then, pail kids as well. They could be. <laughs> then I had Grabby McJumps a lot, sexual assault man, hostile jumping environment because they can't all be gold. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I love that- how creative this podcast lets us be. <laughs> so for possibly the first time ever, the Vic- they're not the Victorians at this point, are they? But they kept it light and they just focused on the fun jumping nature of the crime, right. which we've all already observed with right. is what they're doing. So I mean, we're all attacking women, but this <laughs> he can bounce. Take it to a whole new level. <laughs> Literally. Right. Um, it's 1837. Mary Stevens is the first victim slash sighting of Spring Hill Jack, patient zero. Mm. He gets sighted a lot after this and the legend grows. Wow. But, okay, actually, I'll give you this. According to said legends, Spring Hill Jack's physi- isn't this right? physiology, Physio- physio- physiology, physiognomy. Mm-hmm. Physiognomy. Okay. I love the fact that I've just seen that Kate's put that in bold <laughs> as if to say, don't know how to say that. <laughs> you just bolded it. Um, That's great. Never said that. I don't know which was the right word to describe. Anyway, right. His body. Too much detail. Yes. His <laughs> skills include, but are not limited to, metal claws, metallic clawed hands, which are cold and clammy as a corpse. Red eyes can produce blue and white smoke. Can jump high. Superhuman leaps over houses, walls, buildings. This is how other people are given. Yeah. Like this is wow. how he gets testimony. Yeah. We've seen. Yeah. So this cold is cold claws. As we as we rack up the um, incidences, this is how he gets. This is this is on yeah. his file basically. Yeah. He wears a helmet and a tight fitting white outfit under a black cloak. He has a high pitched ringing laugh. He can speak <laughs> English. He is Ooh. tall and thin. Is okay. this his Tinder profile? Because has anyone else turned on? Because this is incredible. Tall and thin because that matters on here. <laughs> I look after myself. So I'm not going to do every individual sighting. So I'm going to whiz forward. On February 19th, or February the 19th, 1838, Jane Alsop was attacked. That's almost Austin. Yeah. <laughs> Alsop answered the door to a man claiming to be a police officer. He said that they'd caught Spring Heel Jack and he needed a candle. Oh, oh no. Mm. So he asked her for a, the candle and then when she retrieved one for him, he did something a bit weird. Question, what did he do? Mm. And I've, you've got clues in the weird list. Oh, so he was wearing a weird hat, wasn't he? And he did, he had the red eyes. He swishes, swishes cape around. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, uh, he threw off his cloak to oh, reveal no. a hideous form with clothing that resembled white oil skin. Then blue and white flames came from his mouth while his eyes resembled, in quotes, red balls of fire. That was how she then described it. Then he tore off her clothes with his okay. claws. Alsop has done some substances. This is really yeah. tricky, though, because I do, I'm like, believing women is super important. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, there's that. But like women on opium, do we believe them as much? Yeah. And then he tore off the clothes with which she claimed were made of a metallic substance, The cl- his like claws. Um, so Jane Alsop ran for safety. He managed to tear at her neck and arms, but she was eventually saved by her sister and the creature ran away before being caught. Oh. Nine days later after this, on February the 28th, 
1838, 18-year-old Lucy Scales was walking through Green Dragon Alley with her sister when she saw a person standing in the passageway carrying a bullseye lantern that looked similar to one the police used. Um, question, what happened next? I mean, Green Dragon Alley, that feels like... Nothing good in there. <laughs> <laughs> It's like the dangerous they, they bit. They have such a great chippy, so we keep going there. <laughs> um, a guy with the bullseye. I can't tell what his, like, MO is yet. I think he's just freaking people out. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. He seems like, to just be sort of terrorizing people. Yeah. Mm. He just wants to be in the theater. He just feels like a theater guy. <laughs> Oh, um, so the worst thing possible. Maybe he like just does a monologue from his one-man show. Yeah, right. <laughs> does he do short-form improv? <laughs> okay. What he does... Can I get a suggestion? Yeah. <laughs> um, he spurted a quantity of blue flame in her face, which deprived her of her sight and also alarmed her that she instantly dropped to the ground and was seized with violent fits, which continued for several hours. Her brother heard the commotion and came running to help. She also she was with her younger sister, but she was in front of her younger sister, so she got the blast of whatever gas or anything mm-hmm. this was. So the sister described the attacker as tall, thin, a gentlemanly appearance, covered in a large cloak, um, and he didn't <laughs> gentlemanly being a yeah very broad. Yes, <laughs> it did not speak, and he didn't try and lay hands on them, but he walked quickly away. What is, is he, this blue flame? Is I'm trying he, to. Is he doing that thing where like? You know when guys light their farts on fire? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. mm-hmm. is there something going on here where there's like a practical effect yeah. element? See, that's what I started yeah, thinking like as well. Yeah, like he's, um, well, like, um, f- uh, what's it called? He's an early David he's got, Blaine. He's got some equipment of some kind. Well, yeah, Must they he- inhale without letting it in their lungs and they blow, like, flame. What the fuck? Oh, fire breathing. Fire breathers, mm-hmm. thank you. Like, it feels like he's fire breathing, but maybe. Blue, the- that's like a gas thing, right? Yeah. yeah. So like, that got in her eye. Methane or. Um, yeah, or like also. The- a, it's slightly unclear and muddled because it's either blue, like it could be some kind of not laughing gas, but it could be some kind of other gas that causes seizures, or it could be yeah, because she had flame. an effect on it, didn't she? Like yeah. it had an effect on her. They might just be really freaked out though. Like I feel like it must have been a lot <laughs> yeah. scarier to live in a time where you really thought maybe a demon would be around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, yeah. where you really believed in God and you really believed in the supernatural, mm. and it was like possible like okay so i went to a, a summer a program at a, a british university it was one of the really old pretty ones and i got to my um i got to my dorm thing and uh i pushed open this like creaky old door i like walked through all these cobblestones to get there and when i pushed the door open and started like took the first step onto the stair yeah. the lights like flickered okay. and for like f- less than a full second i was like is it happening <laughs> maybe this is it and i knew it wasn't but like yeah. for just the little fraction of a second i was like and that those people back then yeah. were living like that all the time yeah this yeah, is very yeah. that's very a true. really good point this is very true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, in defense of lighting your farts on fire, my brother did it at Christmas <laughs> and it genuinely just brought the whole family together. It was like, it was the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. Wow. It was it was just really, it was lovely. How old is he? On fire or he didn't, he's, um, oh, he was 30 last week. That is, oh, happy yeah. birthday. It's great. <laughs> you want, yeah, that's how he lit the candles on his cake. <laughs> no. Yeah. But it's, it can be a lot of fun. Is Spring that why Hill he Jackson asked for a come. candle? Is he like, I forgot my... Yeah, oh, like he... Oh, I forgot my flame source. Been... I have the gas ready to go. I don't know, because he still did have... Yeah, it's either a distraction or it could be he needed mm. it. Um, that's a good point, actually. Right. Mm. I like how you're all thinking. You're very good detectives. <laughs> that's what they say in the real police force as well. Guys, <laughs> <laughs> <Nice>, yay. <laughs> I'm going to buy the good donuts for the break room. <laughs> right. There are also some accounts of spring Jack dressing in furs to appear like a bear. The most famous bear sighting is when he apparently growled at a gardener, climbed the garden wall and chased the gardener on all fours until he finally decided to leave. But I honestly feel like that guy was just chased by a dog. Um, <laughs> So he doesn't point. want to admit that he was scared because of toxic Victorian masculinity. Yeah, I couldn't perform last night. It was Jack. Exactly. Jack interrupted. I wouldn't be scared of a dog. It was a springhead Jack. This um, happens a lot with the older cases too, where there's a like a paranormal element that it just takes over yes. yeah. the area and everybody. It's all anybody's thinking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, it's on everybody's minds big time. So now, up until this point, none of the attacks were really being taken seriously. Question, why? Women? 
Yes. Oh yeah. Cool. Cool. It's only happening to women, and do you, want, you can't oh, believe those hysterical, <laughs> messy bitches. Um, they'll say anything to get the vote. So um, <laughs> <laughs> they'll say anything to get us another T-shirt. Of I do you wonder and- those sometimes because back in the day, if you were diagnosed with hysteria, your doctor just vibrated you until you yeah. came on the place, and I feel like. <laughs> Maybe even we're like, oh, this crazy shit's happening. Take me back to the doctor, please. Yeah. yeah. You know? I mean, I have not yeah, stopped yeah, yeah. masturbating since coronavirus came. <laughs> I don't know about anyone else. It's constant. Anyway. That's a really good point because the likelihood that that's happening at home with your probably not so loving, attentive husband yeah, yeah. that owns you, that you have no legal recourse over. Yeah. I gotta go back. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna go back to that nice man in the white coat. <laughs> Anyway, so no one's really writing about it. They're not writing about it. No, it's not. It's all kind of more gossip and word of mouth and servants telling each other to be careful rather than... Have these all um, been servants, by the way? Um... They've either been women, so it doesn't matter. They've got no status, or yeah, but it like, like what, people it's that are working, working late and they have to get home. And they yes, aren't, it is. Yeah. It's, it's definitely like more it's of a working class. class community, and they're yeah. all quite upset about it. But mm. it's not breaking through mm-hmm. into the upper echelons that gotcha. have the power to write about it. But finally, the Times decided to do a story on Spring Hill Jack, and it's because of these two girls. So it's kind of finally broken through. The sisters. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, One they of were. They blind. I guess we'll cover it. Or it could have just hit like kind of the critical mass of like okay, a hundred women. Like it's like Cosby. It's like literally, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah like takes, you had to get or like, Weinstein or whatever. Like you have to get to ninety the to hundred women. Same voice as one man. Yeah. yeah. So now they start investigating it. But basically, the story comes out. So we we finally suddenly we have a potential perp. But I should probably mention as well that up as well up until apart from like people that have to get home working, people have to uh, scared late at night and stuff. Spring when it has been, if it has ever come up in the press or anything like that, it's been kind of treated as a bit of a joke. So if it's been written about at all, it's been described as sort of pranks and oh, very much covered in Jeep kind of skies. Yeah, yeah like workplace a, banter. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Locker room stuff. Um, very kind of Benny Hill chase scene type way. <laughs> God. So even though there actually have been reports of women dying and fainting and having fits they don't recover from, the vibe was it's all cool, bro. It's like um, <laughs> wow, they were probably about to die anyway. It's also like- the thing about Benny Hill is that it's kind of like funny because of the music, but this was pre- <laughs> but this was pre Benny Hill, <laughs> take, take so it's just a play, lot of people being chased. Play it on silent. Yeah, <laughs> different story. It's sinister as fuck. <laughs> play what's it? The Valkyrie? Well, what's it? anyway? I don't know things. Right. Um, um, the Valkyries. <laughs> the Rise of the Valkyries. Yes, that is what I was trying to say. Katie losing confidence halfway through a sentence is like, you're. I love it. Yeah. I mean, I don't love it, but like, you know, you're brilliant. Carry on. Thank you. <laughs> so, also, I, I wonder if that kind of the Benny Hill approach had, been, had actually affected our new suspect's judgment. Uh, because suddenly the Times is taking it all seriously and going like, oh my God, guys, not all women are bitches, actually. Like, some of them, like, are not thirsty bitches and it's actually not cool if they get attacked. That is verbatim what the Times says. <laughs> um, so... Oh, I love Middle English. <laughs> and I have really good enunciation, That was like, too. oh, it's like Chaucer. Um, <laughs> So suddenly it's like an even bigger story. Everyone's talking about it. And Mm. then on the heels of this article, one Thomas Milbank walks into a pub called the Morgan's Arms and he's all, oh my God, have you seen the paper? That's me. I did that. I attacked Jane Alsop. Am I a legend or what? I'm Spring Hill Jack. So he's boasting to everyone in the pub that he is Spring Hill Jack. And the first thing you say is fine, jump over this fence. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see about that. Right? Excellent. And I hope that that did happen. But my question <laughs> is, was he arrested? Mm-mm. Okay. Yeah, I feel like people probably said shit like that all the time. Like when Jack the Ripper was happening, I reckon people were just like... Um, I mean, def- is arrested like they fully charge you or they just take you into the station? Because they might take him in. Okay, yeah. I mean, I meant just take him in. Oh, okay. Maybe. Um, if the mm. media is on it mm-hmm. at that point. Well... Monica, you are correct. Okay. Oh, who was the who was the grass? Because, <laughs> but the thing is, the tide is just turned on this guy. Right. 
Um, right. And he didn't see that coming, I think. It's like Dapper laughs, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I There's always a backlash. <laughs> Um, so but he gets arrested and then tried at Lambeth Street Court Um, now Milbank had been wearing white overalls and a great uh, and a great a great coat (laughs) and a great beautiful Man, I don't know if that was meant to say great. If you look no, past, or if it was great, big. Was, a thing. was it a great coat? Okay. You guys, <laughs> wearing my that great was coat. The one with like the, the kind of shawl element, yeah. like a Sherlock Holmesy vibe. Oh, right. okay. Oh, I might bring your great coat back. I kind of like great yeah. coats. Yeah, there's a lot of that stuff that I like, but okay. that's a different moment. So he was he was wearing his great coat. Mm-hmm. No, wait. He had been he had been wearing white overalls and a great coat, which he dropped outside the house, and the candles that he dropped was also found. Oh, was so, this from the, the woman before? Well, the, yeah, specifically, this is Jane Olsop, which okay. is specifically who he boasted, but he also said he was Springhill oh, Jack. Okay. So was he convicted? Oh. Sounds like there was a little bit of evidence there, but they didn't have fingerprinting at that point. I think they did not because we had an episode on that didn't that we that is correct that was so later. how can you be like unless he engraves his candles with like Tom's candles I think <laughs> but he's confessed like he's come in and but there are a lot of women who have seen this person's face so if you can't get any of the women who have been up close to this guy to identify him then you can't he sometimes wore a mask or a helmet and stuff oh right the oh. helmet um but so are you guys going yes or no to conviction? I don't think he was. So no from Taylor? I think some other kind of evidence comes into play, but I'm okay. not sure. Perhaps it's Interesting. that. No. I feel like I maybe he was, but then some there was okay. a twist. Okay. <laughs> and also, I just feel like like you can't just confess to something and then get... Because like, actually it takes quite a lot to convict someone. Yeah. You have to be beyond reasonable doubt. Like... I did jury duty, guys. And the thing is, if someone just says they did it, I almost don't think that's enough. You have to also yeah. be able to mm. prove it. So, okay. But uh, this wasn't well, the 18th century. Good instincts, detectives. He was not convicted. Um, question, why was he not convicted? Well, similar to something Taylor said a moment ago when we were talking about him boasting. Did he retract what he said? Did he go it because like- a bunch of people were doing that? No. Oh. Um, we do get that quite a lot there, don't we? Where loads of people admit to a crime. Yeah. yeah. Like Spartacusing it. Um, before reality TV, they needed some drama. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, um, he couldn't breathe fire. <laughs> Did they make him... Yeah. Well, you see, the thing is, he escaped conviction because Jane Elsop insisted that her attacker had breathed fire and he admitted that he could not do that. But he could jump a fence... Well, yeah, exactly. I don't I need know, to know about they, the jumping How thing. they tested that or Because that's much easier to... Um, also, the way this is phrased is Milbank admitted he could do no such thing. Like, he was ashamed that he could right. do that. Right. <laughs> okay. Uh, Given it the big I am. Oh. I, all you need to do for fire breathing, isn't it just you take some petrol into your mouth? Do and you, you go, think you could do fire breathing? I mean, let's do it now. <laughs> it's really <laughs> hard to inhale without it going... In, like, can you smoke a cigar? Because I have trouble with that because I inhale. I oh, can't yeah, 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 smoke yeah. anything. I'm sorry, you have I have asthma. pretty bad this asthma. Is, yeah. <laughs> this is really... I'd be fire-breathing. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be pathetic. But, like, also, like, are they looking for a fucking dragon? What are they looking for? Like, Well, I mean, it's a good question. It was Green Dragon um, Lane. I don't know if anyone else... It's a dragon. Noticed. It was what? It's a dragon. It's the last dragon. This story okay. is called The Last Dragon. Okay, hold that thought. Um, For, forever, forever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Shut and then up. put it down and, yeah. <laughs> um, so also according to other sources he almost definitely had attacked Jane Elsop so I don't mm-hmm. know how that quite worked out the way it did but now Spring- do you think she's an ancestor of Kirsty Elsop <laughs> we're all wondering I mean it. it would be fun if she went on that who do you think you are show and it turned out that her Great great grandma was sexually assaulted. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, I feel like a lot of people's great grandmas were sexually assaulted. That's like, true. Not to bring down the vibe, but yeah, no, true. back then, yeah, and it wasn't even bet. illegal. Hmm. It was yeah. more the jumping that was illegal. Yeah. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. 
That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. So he isn't just London-based, although that was where his origin story started. This guy apparently travelled. He has prey in different area codes. (laughs) 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 All copycats. Uh, But then there were sightings all over the UK. So he eventually had investigations going on everywhere. In July of 1947, there was another arrest. 1947? 1947. I'm so sorry. It's like the war has gone on. Is he still doing this? He should be out there fighting for his country. Where was he during the draft? (laughs) That man can shoot fire out of his face. (laughs) He can jump over fucking walls. This guy would have killed it the first day. Never taken Paris. (laughs) So he's in 80 July... 1847 there's another arrest um, a man called Captain Finch gets arrested ooh Captain Finch now, oh I always regret it I always get excited by someone's name and then I find out they're the worst person in the world ooh, I like Captain yeah. Finch ooh tell us more about Captain okay. Finch question is he convicted yes correct oh uh, he well now he is convicted trying to be more decisive in 2020 so. <laughs> <laughs> it's really working for you it's paying off um, he was convicted of assaulting two women while wearing a skin coat which looked like a bullock's hide, a skull cap, horns, and a mask. I only understand like two thirds of that. Leather coat. <laughs> yeah. Um, skin coat. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Skin coat that looked like a cow's hide. You're describing a leather coat. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's I mean, not like Buffalo Bill. I I agree. My or sources was it? Are, that's still, I mean, that still sounds horrible. Still, I wouldn't like it. No. Yeah. Mm. Impressive that all these uh, convictions are happening, though. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. With a lot of fashion description. Yeah. I like it. Okay, so he's arrested and in prison. Question, do the sighting slash assaults of spring Jack stop now or continue anyway? Uh-oh. For sure, continue. Correct. <laughs> so it's um, not Captain Jack. What was his well, name? No, Captain I mean, Finch. Captain Finch. Mm-hmm. So there was actually, and this is, I think, the real meat of this. There was a rumour that, because lo- everyone's like a suspect basically now, mm-hmm. and, you know, multiple perps possibly, but there was a rumour that the Marquis of Waterford was spring Jack because, and I quote my source... He had, hang on, I want to say this exactly right. He had had bad experiences with women and police officers. (laughs) (laughs) Mm. It must Um, be him. It's got to be him. It's a really weird euphemism that, like, I mean, I I actually think it was him. He was uh, known to do anything for a bet and had acquired the nickname The Mad Marky. Mm. Which oh, is Marky Mark. Marky Mark. Yeah, rich, rich, crazy guy. Very bad sign. Yes. <laughs> uh, now this also ties in with something else that was suggested at one point. This is going back to when it went from the servants' worries to the more mainstream or elite or whatever um, newspapers. At one point, the Lord Mayor accused a group of young aristocrats of being responsible for Springheel Jack after they made an irresponsible wager with a companion to dress as a bear, a ghost, and the devil himself. So it's a Friday night. It's a Friday night at Eaton. Yeah, it's like basically the Bullingdon Club. Yeah, it's like, hey, let's burn money in front of a homeless person and then attack a woman. So there was this 
basically there was a session held in the mansion house where an anonymous complaint, the mayor had received an anonymous complaint, which he had withheld in the hope of obtaining further information. And so basically someone in the community writes a letter that gets read out in the local thing that the mayor has to deal with. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, So the letter said, so this is a letter from a resident of Peckham um, who is concerned about this. He says, it appears that some individuals of, as the writer believes, the highest ranks of life have laid a wager with a mischievous and foolhardy companion that he does not take upon himself the task of visiting many of the villages near London in three different disguises, a ghost, a bear and a devil, and moreover that he will not enter a gentleman's gardens for the purpose of alarming the inmates of the house. The wager has, however, been accepted and the unmanly villain has to succeed in depriving seven ladies of their senses, two of whom are... Two of whom Wait, he had, sorry. The unmanly villain has succeeded in depriving seven ladies of their senses, two of whom are not likely to recover, but to become burdens on their families. Wow. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Editorializing a bit. (laughs) (laughs) At one house, the man rang the bell and on the servant coming to open the door, this woman, this worse than brute, stood no less dreadful figure than a spectre clad most perfectly. The consequence was that the poor girl immediately swooned and has never from that moment been in her senses. The affair has now been going on for some time and strange to say the papers are still silent on the subject. The writer has reason to believe that they have the whole history at their fingertips, finger ends, but through interested motives are induced to remain silent. So basically they're not reporting it because it's the rich cunts that are doing it. Wow. <laughs> he blows the whole thing open. Yeah, well um, just people are upset. You know, it's finally getting to the point where... They're going to the mayor with this going, stop protecting your rich friends and mm. save everybody. But the Lord Mayor was sceptical. We should bring back finger ends, just as a side note. <laughs> I genuinely thought you were going to say expression. fingering. And I was like, um, <laughs> okay. Like, back, baby. <laughs> <laughs> it never left. Any young music um, so the, the mayor is sceptical, but a member of the audience confirmed that servant girls in Ke- Kensington, Hammersmith and Ealing tell dreadful stories of this ghost or devil. And then the matter was reported in the Times. Then the Lord Mayor had this showed a crowd gathering a pile of letters from various places um, in London complaining of similar wicked pranks and the quantity of the letters that poured into the mansion house because then once they're talking about it then everyone's going yeah that happened to me as well Um, so the stories were widespread in suburban London so he um, the mayor is very sceptical but he trusts some of his sources Um, and so they men were they privileged white men privileged white men (laughs) and so rewards were offered at stuff but weirdly, the more spring Jack's fame grew, the less frequently the reports about him were made until 1843, when a new wave of sightings swept the country. And that's when the attacks on carriage drivers became much more common. Um, so I wonder if it's like a new gang making use of the story. It feels a little bit like right now I'm kind of thinking spring Jack started with one guy. And yeah. then kind of it's like do you remember that thing oh my god like two or three years ago where clowns would yeah. not really oh do you god. remember that <laughs> it was so unpleasant <laughs> I know it's menacing unpleasant. around yeah and it yeah. just feels like it was just a bunch of people that were like oh well that would be fun to do why don't we do that mm. all around the country yeah or like you've been tangoed yeah exactly exactly imitation but- crimes are super common right yeah copycats yeah. man yeah yeah so one of the most notable Spring Hill Jack sightings came in August of 1877. I mean, 40 years have passed now. Uh-huh. So actually, you were right when you said 1870. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. But the first attack wasn't in 1870. Right, no, no, no. Anyway, 40 years, God, what a time to um, be alive. So this um, happened from a group of soldiers in Aldershot barracks. A sentry noticed a strange figure in the darkness who ended up slapping him in the face. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Question, when the guard shot at this figure, what happened? Gotta be some classic smoke face, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, blue fire. Fire face, crazy eyes, or he ran away. Um, yeah, I mean, basically, yeah, there was, I, it's, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take it because that's kind of it. But like, there was no visible effect. And then the figure disappeared into the darkness with long leaps. That's really generous of you to take it. <laughs> but it's like, it didn't, it didn't get him and he escaped. Okay. Yeah. Which but is yeah, kind of, if, if someone's shooting directly at you. Yeah, it should have. 
And also it was at an army barracks, you'd expect, wasn't it? They should be a better shot than that, right? (laughs) Well, yeah, exactly. He's a trained shooter. Mm. So there are loads of stories like that with the creature surviving shootings. Mm. I love the long leaps as well. <laughs> just like very camp about it. Like, and I'm away. <laughs> it's quite nice. Um, it's because we did a story about a ghost that actually did get shot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But this one did not. Mm. Um, so there are loads of... Um, Lots of other ghost stories get linked to Spring Hill Jack. So in the 1870s, the Peckham ghost was reported by multiple witnesses. There was also a park ghost in Sheffield. Peckham ghost just doesn't sound as good, does it? <laughs> <laughs> and locals believed uh, was actually Spring Hill Jack. So question, when is the last reported sighting of Spring Hill Jack? God, I hope they get over it by like the 1900s. Like there's other stuff going on, guys. Okay, so what's your guess? Uh, 1901. Okay. Oh, I like the idea it was actually Queen Victoria yeah. this whole time. <laughs> she was in the Bullingdon Club. Wow. Yeah. She's posh enough. I want more. <laughs> I feel like he's like kind of like a werewolf now. Like I okay. feel like it might still happen once in a while, some somewhere very remote. Okay. Ooh. So you think it's still, there hasn't been a last Like, you know, when people are like, oh, I've seen a Yeti and stuff. Okay. Like oh, a big sort of like entering mythic okay. territory. Okay. Oh. There's a whole family of Spring Hill Jacks. They keep reproducing. Or 1920. Okay, so we've got 1920, 1901. It just sounds like a breed of deer every time you say it. Yeah, I think like something like, if it was something like 1950, that would obviously it would mean that it wasn't the same person because it yeah. started like 30, without, seven. you know, yeah, not in someone's lifetime. Yeah. And I reckon it should carry on so we can prove that it actually was a couple of people. Okay, so what's your guess? 1950. Okay. Um, I like that it takes you 100 and almost 20 years. <laughs> I think they're probably dead. <laughs> Taylor has it. It was 1904. <gasps> oh, long time um, then. And it was in Liverpool. Liverpool. And as the first sighting occurred... Is that right? Oh, yeah, it's no. like I'm there. <laughs> yeah, no, you're, you're right. Could we edit? <laughs> I'd like to request we keep it in. Thank you. <laughs> Um, the first sighting had happened in 1837 which means that this creature lurked for 67 years or had copycats or like he'd be doing really frail assaults towards the end just like (laughs) mainly telling kids Mm. to get off his lawn and stuff Um, (laughs) just a really shitty fire breather (laughs) yeah there are street performers like this though where you're like maybe (laughs) time to retire so question has anyone ever been caught and identified as spring-heeled jack for definite feels like a yeah it feels like he's a fantasy it doesn't yeah any advance on that no i agree Mm -hmm. okay good instincts um no they have not people have been convicted of assaults in fancy dress costumes but not of actually being (laughs) (laughs) provably him could you imagine going to a going to a fancy dress party now i'm spring hill jack (laughs) i bet it's happened though um because he's really famous rich told me to do this case oh did he yeah yeah kind of I mean, he did. Wait, um, is, is it Rich? This is her husband. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, um, maybe it's him. Because yeah. he was alive. I mean, he's pretty during the first sighting. He's like old. He's thirteen years older than me. He's only like four years older than me, though. Like that is the saddest dick I've ever made. He also listens to this, so I'm sorry, Richard. I really Hi, respect Richard. you. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so some people believe the Spring Hill Jack was just a man with copycats filling, uh, following in his footsteps and they believe that the details of him leaping and breathing fire are a result of gossip, superstition and sensationalist news stories. I have my own theory which I shall share um, but first I want to see if you guys have any theories. And you can have theories that have already been said if you want. Well, it's a little bit like, I can't think of a good example of when there's a like a rumour about a celebrity that goes round, like, and it literally goes round the entire world. And you're like, oh, I can't think of an example or one that we can really say without being like libelous. Like Leonardo DiCaprio having mm. sex with the earbuds in. Go on! Apparently Leonardo DiCaprio just, like, um, gets women back to his place and then when he has sex with them, he's got earbuds, headphones <gasps> in. Is like, he li- but what's he, li- he listening to? Titanic theme song, you have to assume. <laughs> Wow, Ooh. that's amazing! Oh wow, 
That's a famous one. I, you know, I've never heard that one, but I'm excited. I'm just, I'm not showbiz enough to know. I've heard it secondhand from two much more beautiful women than me. So <laughs> it seems right. <laughs> I'm going to start doing that. That's a great idea. <laughs> the wires just always get in How the way of the moment. catch up with all these podcasts and still have a sex life? Well, combine them. But what was happening? Is that the question? Yeah. Like, do you think mm. he was a demon? Do you think he was a man? Do you think it was a gang? I'm like leaning away from demon. Okay. <laughs> Probably. I think there's a lot of things happening though for women of that time period, which is no one cares what they do or say. Yeah. As long as they're obedient. They're also wearing like really restrictive garments all yeah. the time and not eating very much. So, the, and not eating very nutritive foods. Mm. Okay. So they're like malnourished, uh, squeezed around yeah. the middle constantly really believe in like a supernatural version of yeah. heaven have like a very um real relationship to like the occult yeah and are kind of low level just like gaslit by everything around them yeah, in life. yeah. so i would have to assume that most women from that period were like a bit cuckoo you know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah. all those circumstances are conspiring to make you just a bit like, oh! Okay. Yeah. Your body's waiting to so faint. You'd what? almost want yeah. a supernatural reason for why your life was yeah. like yes. that. Literally, yeah. if I, I have, it was like... easy to get exaggerated. Mm. Yeah. Okay. If I get, like, a stone in my shoe, I'm like, oh, the world is crazy. Like, I can't deal with it. So the shoe... <laughs> this is nuts. <laughs> <laughs> this is the stone in your shoe of the early 1800s. Yeah, yeah like, no wonder they were losing it's their definitely a few different people okay what caused the first person to do that and how long it went i don't know yeah it feels like somebody that was doing a bit of like circus tricks i don't think it's just yeah um, what they would have written off as like i i think he must have been doing like he must have been wearing metal gloves yeah this guy sounds like a steampunk fuck for sure (laughs) (laughs) that should be the name of the episode steampunk funk fuck i can't even say fuck absolutely (laughs) steampunk i i it's hard to say steampunk fuck did you have a theory my theory was backed up by the leonardo dicaprio story okay Um, see, I think he invented pogo stick shoes. <laughs> I did wonder if there was like a mechanism. Yeah. A mechanism. Well, see, I feel like he's got to. Okay, I'll list you my theories. I got slightly too into this case. Theory number one bent copper. Um, because there's a few cases where it keeps linking to the police. One time he impersonated a police officer. Another oh. time he had the same type of lamp that the police officers have. Because that oh. one of those women thought that it was a police officer yeah. at first. Yeah. Um, so I think it could be an inside job or a cover-up. Theory number two. Science guy or someone with access to scientific discoveries. Like you were saying about the gloves and everything. Like metal gloves. He's got some kind of tech. Um, and he would, like, the this, this discoveries of things like you know gas that can knock people out or that can produce a blue flame like we all use bunsen burners been fire school. breathing for so long like that's yeah. one of the oldest circus tricks it and it wouldn't be. take much to get that in your eye do you know what i mean like it's all also yeah. it would be really stressful still now you know yeah. what I mean? like, it would be that's horrible a good idea if you want to freak someone out yeah, yeah. completely if you're not expecting it oh so the it new be clown methane, phase propane so fun butane and then the mask could be like a disguise or it could also be part of the tech. Like it could be a gas mask that's protecting him from his own stuff or like phosphorus. I don't know. Um, but <laughs> I believe in elements now. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard of phosphorus. It. True, true. Phosphorus, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Checks out. Um, but I, I believe, would believe more science over like a demon, you know. And then my good third theory is the Bullington Club, like the Mad Marquis one. So I just think it's like entitled people beating up servants and stuff. It feels a little bit like people trying to have a laugh at someone else's expense. Yeah. Particularly women Mm. as well. They're like, let's just freak out some women. It's quite bullying. It's quite Mm. nasty. Kind of something very middle school about that kind of dare Mm. as well. Also, they they aren't actually, from what I understand in the stories, not actually violating anyone. They're just weirdly ripping their clothes off. Yeah. Which is very sort of like juvenile Mm. crime. Like Yeah, it's just under a line of like very, very serious. Like there's still, there was claw marks on them and stuff. Yeah, I mean, it's not great. Um, It's still still (laughs) technically sexual assault. But that's the thing is, it's like, uh, if if somebody dies because you, can you frighten someone to death? You can if they're being constricted by a corset all the time. Yeah. And everything about their society is really bad, and all the other stuff I said before, (laughs) allowing myself to be a true nerd. (laughs) But no, that's yeah, it is very true. And if they're like, well, I want to murder some people, but I don't want to get 
caught for it. Yeah. Freak him out. But they also didn't seem to want to murder anyone. They seemed to want to fuck people up. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. The malice, the intent isn't like so serious. Like Jack the Ripper was cutting off people's eyelids and like arranging them around their heads and stuff. It was like true, like masochistic, psychotic, Mm -hmm. violent shit. And this is also violent in its own way, but it's mm-hmm. not as... It's very lighthearted mm-hmm. compared to that. <laughs> compared to that, it is. Yeah. You know what most things are. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. So Springheel Jack became a legendary bogeyman, which was meant to scare children into behaving. Pa- oh, of course. <laughs> Parents would claim Springheel Jack would... That's what I'm saying. Would, the werewolf thing. Yeah. God. It would leap up to the, peer into their bedroom at night if they were naughty. Which is very. Imagine, that's like right now saying to your grandma, like, Shipman will be here. Unless you. Yeah. I realise that's a very. And especially UK when reference. you think about, like, therapy hadn't even been invented. Who is going to help those children? Um, <laughs> well, so, so everybody that, like, criticizes modern parents, like, you're so indulgent. I'm like, yeah. well, can we explore what the alternatives were? <laughs> like, kids used to listen. I feel like thinking about our parents, like, our parents' parents were raised by Victorian. Yeah. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. That is weird. We're not that far It makes me want to be like, anything my parents got up to is fine. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So Springheel Jack popped up all over Britain, especially the London suburbs, but Midlands and Scotland. He was written about in many newspapers and Hmm. he went on to appear as the subject of Penny Dreadfuls, plays and Punch and Judy shows. Oh, wow. Bit of culture. It's lovely, isn't it? Um, (laughs) To Springheel Jack. Nice. Drunk women solving crime. Okay, so this is a crime from one of our listeners um, from one of our live shows. They wrote it on a piece of paper. Thanks. (laughs) So, dear drunk women, one Friday night I came home and went about normally making dinner. One hour later, I slowly realised that the PlayStation and laptop was gone. I went into my bedroom and an extra pair of pyjamas was there. In the bedroom, I noticed a pair of dentures. What? I am not sure. Yeah, he got really old. Well, okay. Well, then we solved it. Wait, is that where the story ends? The whole thing? That's where it ends. Ah, you can't just write that. (laughs) But like, for real? I don't know. I feel like this is a could be a joke. This Uh, is honestly like. I, I so I went through a really big breakup a couple of years ago and I was able during it like I didn't care about anything I was so sad <laughs> but what it gave me was a superpower of being able to watch very scary crime shows oh. which I normally found too scary because I was, used to watch some of yeah. things like maybe someone will come in and kill me and then I was like maybe someone will come in and kill me perfect <laughs> loved it well, I watched Luther during that time. Yeah. And Luther's like designed for women's nightmares only. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, that's a great description. Yeah. There's a man that's on the like, poster, isn't it? Breaks into people's houses, gets under puts on some of their makeup from their house, then lies under their bed and waits till they come out to go yeah. to sleep. So th- so you see the man get under the bed. Then, like, time passes and you see her come home, take off her, like, clothes yeah. and shoes and stuff, get into pajamas and get into bed, and then you just see him come out. And you don't even need to know. I mean, you obviously know what's about to happen. But, like, this feels like one of those. Yeah. It's just an urban legend designed to freak ladies out. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like an Old embellished... gamer. <laughs> <laughs> the pajamas weren't theirs or anything. Yeah, so it's pajamas that weren't there. There was an extra pair of pajamas... And dentures. And dentures. And they stole their laptop and their PlayStation. Yeah. This is weird. So it's like, is it a burglar who's a bit of a prankster that wants to freak people out and be like, okay, it I've feels taken like your grandparent is stain. It does as and well. And then there's a separate burglar. <laughs> like these don't feel oh, connected. Do it's pretty nuts to bring dentures. I mean, dentures are also not cheap. No, they're not. Why are you even on the those? NHS? Mm. Huh. Do you get dent- dental stuff on the NHS? No, you do if you're under eighteen and in full time well, education. Yeah, dentures if you're under eighteen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, Actually, like, I yeah. Think, I think it's also once really you're bad hockey game. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Once you're elderly as well, though, I think you get. I always remember my granddad. He used to do a thing where he'd like, 
you'd look away from him when you look back he'd have his dentures out of the front of his mouth and you just go and it was, I mean it was genuinely the funniest oh, thing I've ever Uncle seen Jean in my life does that does it? he still does it them right out <laughs> but they always do it just in your peripheral vision so you're never quite sure and as a kid you don't know that that's the thing that happens that people can spit their teeth so I was constantly trying to get my teeth out I thought it was a thing you could do wow um, so I think this I like this theory of this double two events happening at once so maybe a grandparent is staying oh, well, has I like got that the, they forgot that the grandparent is in no, that part. But, but maybe the grandparent got the rooms mixed up. They're okay. so old, they need dentures. They go, oh, I'll put my pajamas on the bed I'm sleeping in at my grandson's house. Mm-hmm. I'll put my dentures there ready. And then... Maybe it could it's be weird that. how sometimes these things get connected. So there's this like puerile prankster yeah. in our previous story that's genuinely terrorizing people. Yeah. So someone genuinely stole, but then they're also a fuckhead who's like yeah. also yeah. what's creepy pajamas and dentures and maybe they're not maybe they're fake dentures. maybe they're not their dentures maybe they've stolen them from somewhere maybe else maybe they're just wind up chattery teeth yeah i have like 20 follow-up questions for yeah the <laughs> i know the other story when you guys asked if i'd ever been the victim of a crime was Ooh. that when i was a uh, 16 Someone broke into my house while we were all asleep upstairs. <gasps> Ooh. And uh, it's definitely my fault. Uh, basically, I w- it was my 16th birthday and my twin sister as well. And we had just gotten first generation iPads, uh, uh, iPods. Oh, yes. IPads, I'm, I'm fucking from 1995. <laughs> um, but we got, we got iPods and we were really excited. And I was going upstairs and I saw the back window was open like a teeny little crack. Oh. But in our backyard, which had a gate and stuff. Okay. And I was like... I should close that, but whatever. Anyway, a man fully broke into our home. Oh, wow. Really right in the middle of our stuff. Our dog was downstairs, did fuck did all. Not. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. Oh, no. um, it could be someone you know if your dog didn't No, bark. we found him. Oh. oh. So he, Twist. this is a better story than the, the gay clubbing night. But <laughs> no, they're all Pretty good. good. Uh, this, so someone broke into our house. Our dog was downstairs. Uh, he stole my sister's iPad, but not uh, iPod, but not mine because oh. I, mine was charging upstairs in my room. I know you slept with it on your. Birthday. I was so <laughs> excited because I wanted to show it to boys. The next day. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I, music means nothing to me, but kissing is very important. Um, but he like uh, really rifled through all of our downs, like our main Ooh. floor of our house. Uh, so he famously in my family lore took uh, only my mother's CDs and not my father's. Oh, no! <laughs> and uh, she's proud of that to this day. What uh, did she like and what did he like? She liked, like, uh, modern pop and okay. he liked, like, Edith Piaf. Okay. Still does. Loves Edith Piaf. Okay. Uh, I love a robbery. related, where, like, like, Chet Baker, like... Okay. You know, it's very, like, if you want to smoke in the bath, take my dad's CDs with you. <laughs> <laughs> But he also left a big shit in our toilet, was why I feel like this is related. <gasps> and then uh, I was telling the story to my boyfriend that I might tell this on this, and he said that apparently it's really common for people to take a big shit in the toilet. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. Wow. I've heard of that before. In the during like, robbery? Because what the nerves are like a pre show poo? Yeah. <laughs> I think it's partly okay. that. I like empty the bathroom. Oh, burglars, thing. IBS. I never or, thought about that. But also, you can't flush, it's, right? But it's, I yeah, suppose you can't right. flush because of the noise. Yeah. I thought it was a kind of a fuck you have that as well. Right, that's just that's pure DNA genetic information. evidence. Yeah, but yeah. the thing is, nobody, for like, I mean, no disrespect to your to your iPod, but for an iPod, I'm not sure they're going to do, like, get a CSI there. That's and what they, some Celine Dion CDs. <laughs> <laughs> and to be fair, you say that they, they found him. Yeah, so he stole all of our backpacks and stuff as well, and then he went along, he, like, hit a bunch of houses on our street, and then went along discarding like stuff he didn't want. So like I got my homework back, which is really annoying. <laughs> uh, and but I didn't get my prized possession, which was a wallet I had made out of duct tape. Oh no! But it had five dollars in it, so I had to go. He had to keep it. Um, but unfortunately, and this is the part I think this is why I didn't want to tell it in the first place. But I'm drunk now, so we've done it. But he left. Uh, he when he was discarding stuff, he also discarded his own welfare slip with his full name on it. <gasps> Wow. So again, it comes back wow. around to me being like, oh, people who own things that are insured, 
Right. And then someone who is in a place where they're desperate enough to do that. Yeah. I'm kind of like, whatever, man, have my iPod. My sister just got another iPod. Yeah. You know? Um, That's somebody's first choice to be doing that. Yeah. So it was a real, it was a real shame because they obviously uh, caught him immediately. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But my dad did get to go down to the station to see a police lineup, which didn't really make sense because we hadn't seen him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> was he just like, I really want to do it. I, I, just, know, like, I've always I think wanted some other, someone else had seen him so they brought everyone down at the same time. But oh. he was like, I don't know. He's just, he's just five guys. Wow. And, oh my God, yeah, just six toilets. <laughs> <laughs> and then you have to sniff nope. them all. No. Nope. Oh. Oh. Um, but yeah, I wonder if there's like, there is like a prank element to crime in general because crime is basically just like the same concept as a prank in a lot yeah, of ways. Yeah, it's mm. breaking the rules. It's a very grad student thing to be like, oh, it's a subversion of societal expectations, a celebration of misrule. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, kind of. It's kind of a lesk. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> 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 and no one heard anything obviously no one heard anything at all to sleepy sleeps everyone was asleep upstairs our dog didn't make a peep i can't believe your dog useless dog maggie r.i.p wonderful idiot she was was a beautiful idiot yeah real fluffy dumbass (laughs) (laughs) that's crazy what are we pinning this on like oh the, yeah, well, like the real cops, we just have to pin it on anyone, now. right? Yeah, <laughs> another copycat crime solved. Yeah, we grandpa ga- the grandpa gamer, the grandpa, grandpa gamer. That we solved it. we've never had a like. <laughs> have another crime. Maybe, yeah, yeah, that's great. Maybe just an old guy got stoned and forgot that all of that stuff happened. It was. <laughs> 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 He forgot he had no teeth. He wrote in as well. (laughs) (laughs) So we have just enough time now to talk a little bit about what Monica is up to. What are you up to? What do you want to plug? Oh, my God. Uh, Listen, I'm technically working on a second book, which means I'm spending all of my time on Twitter and Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) On both of those, I'm at Monica Heisey. And uh, otherwise, I'm just doing shows around London. And what's the second book about? It's uh, like a funny novel. Okay. Um, it's one of those novels where it's like, it's a novel. <laughs> it's about a, a, the 31 year old Canadian woman <laughs> going through a divorce. <laughs> so, you know, that classic funny okay. topic. No, that sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. We'll laugh, we'll cry. Yeah. That's the idea. <laughs> For God's sake. <laughs> it was actually really funny. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I'm doing shows around and I'm working on that and writing for places and awesome. Yeah, wow, cheers! Cheers! Drunk Women Solving Crime is produced by Amanda Redman. Music by The Lion and the Wolf. If you would like to, you can follow us on Drunk Women Pod on Twitter, on Facebook and Insta. We are Drunk Women Solving Crime. And please review us on Apple Podcasts. And also, if you have a crime that you would like us to solve, write it on a review on Apple Podcasts as well. Thank you to ACAS and thank you for listening. Bye! Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.